You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 123, featuring Andrea Randolph, Corvette fan and Z06 owner. This is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community, car culture. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, let's venture up to New York and meet Andrea Randolph as she shares more about her recent purchase of a 2019 Corvette Z06 from the world-famous Corvette Corvette dealership. Andrea's been enjoying touring and showing her C7. With a 6.2-liter supercharged V8 cranking out 650 horsepower and equal enough torque, there's no delay in getting anywhere. It's time to hear about fast Chevys. So, let's get revved up. Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, it is truly great to have you back with us again this week. In a few minutes here, we'll be speaking with longtime Chevy performance aficionado and Corvette enthusiast, Andrea Randolph. In fact, last weekend, I want to tell you, I took my Z06 out for about a 40-mile run on Saturday on twisty roads with a good buddy. Uh, he was in his car and I was in mine. Um, and actually, he has a Porsche Cayman GT4, really nice car. But at one point in the trip, we stopped and switched cars, and I have driven it before. I always enjoy driving that Cayman. It is so sweet. In fact, that flat six was growling real nice, above four grand on the tack, and it can, that car can certainly handle. In fact, it's as precise as a scalpel. Speaking of Porsche driving experiences, before we get too far down the road with this week's audio journey, the CFC team and I would like to send a special shout out to the entire team of world-class professionals at Porsche Mechanicsburg. Porsche Mechanicsburg is our exclusive OEM automotive dealer sponsor, and we appreciate all that they do for Cars of Carlisle. In fact, if you are in the central Pennsylvania area or within driving distance to the Harrisburg area, definitely come by, check out Porsche Mechanicsburg, see what they have on their website uh, for, of course, uh, the vehicles they have in stock, even some second and third hand pre-owned vehicles, all meticulously maintained and serviced, most uh, definitely worth a look. Porsche Mechanicsburg is a proud member of Faulkner Automotive Group, and Faulkner Automotive has been around since 1932. Their home is 6625 Carlisle Pike. They, as you've heard, they are building an incredible state-of-the-art Porsche Center that will be coming soon as far as the completion uh, with the uh, soft launch just months away and uh, grand opening targeted for the very close of first quarter right around uh, March-April crossover point there. But uh, with that, they have incredible vehicles and truly unique selection of new and pre-owned Porsches to choose from or as many Porsche owners do, they custom build, and uh, as could you, uh, by way of Porsche Mechanicsburg. But with the 2020 lineup, you have, the, of course, the Porsche 718, the Porsche 911, which is the 
the uh, Type 992, the Porsche Panamera, Porsche Macan, Porsche Cayenne, and the Porsche Taycan. So check out Porsche Mechanicsburg. By the way, Cubers, have you subscribed to Cars of Carlisle? If not, you got to do it. You're missing out. In fact, have you rated us five stars, written a positive review, or shared the CFC podcast with your friends, family, and car buddies? If not, we would appreciate if you would do that for us. Never too late. You are part of this team. Let's make it happen together. Thank you in advance for doing that. All right, let's clutch in, match the revs, downshift, and then let the clutch out on this week's trivia question. Question is this. General Motors first offered the Z06 to the public with the C2 Corvette in 1963. It was a special performance package for the Corvette and was known on the build sheets as RPO Z06. Question to you for the trivia this week is, what does the acronym RPO stand for? That answer awaits you at the end of this episode. So, without further ado, it's time to introduce you to this week's featured show guest, When Andrea Randolph was a teenager, she wrenched, restored a 1969 Camaro with her late father, and she did this alongside with her sister Alexis and brother John. Earlier this year, she proudly bought a 2019 Corvette Z06 and purchased that, as you heard in the intro, from Corvette Corvette out of Atlantic City, New Jersey. And Andrea has uh, really a penchant for fast Chevys and just what GM can put out in the way of performance. If you had to, uh, as far as an automotive wish list, Andrea would uh, certainly want a 63 Corvette split window. Her dad had one and he regretted selling it. A 66 or a 67 blacked out Corvette resto mod in the the C2 uh, generation. And probably a 69 yellow black uh, schemed Camaro would be definitely on her list. So... Let's go to the phone and catch up with proud vet owner and seasoned performance car driver, Andrea Randolph. We don't have enough women in our hobby. That's kind of the, that's the cool thing about, you know, uh, just you got you and your sister and, and just how, um, and you know cars better than most anybody. That's the really great part of it all. Yeah. So did you? Yeah, because my bucket, I have a bucket list, so. Well, tell me about the bucket list. Well, so um, I have my Camaro here also, and I'm definitely looking for a 69 Camaro just to have because my dad had. That's what started our obsession. Okay. So my dad um, had the 69 Camaro. We helped put it all together. We took everything apart. It was like a piece of crap that my friend was selling, and my uh, dad's like, that's a great idea. Let's take this car apart, and let's put it back together. So we're like, yeah, I'm 16, 17. I'm like, sure, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> we went to English Town, and English Town had their two swap meets a year. Got, like, the interior one time. Then we got all the seats the next time if we needed something. So it was a great time. It was a great thing. We learned a lot of how, you know, Bondo should not work. <laughs> right, right. So um, we, we put it all together. It was yellow and black. Loved it. Like, I was like, Dad, I really want this car. And my dad's like, yeah, no. My dad sells the car, and the kid who bought the car cracked it up, like, the next week. So we were devastated. But whatever, that's his life. But I've always had that obsession for these Camaros. So when uh, 2000 and, well, 2010, but I knew the, I saw the Camaro 2009, the fifth gen, and I was hooked. So my Camaro is yellow and black. And I always said I wanted a 69 Camaro, the same color, yellow and black, to, mm-hmm. you know, have, you know, do what my dad had. 
and then uh, to match that. So that's that one. So Black then and Tanner. I unfortunately lost my dad in October, um, oh. like just suddenly, and I don't know, just everything, you know, you have all these emotions. And right. my dad always told me when my, he met my mom and they, they got pregnant with me that he had to sell a 63-foot window. Mm. And he could never get past it. So he was like, I'm living through my children's eyes with their cars. Wow. And then when my obsession came with the Corvettes, my dad just absolutely loved it. So when I bought this 2019 Z06, I named it Diamond Lil because my dad called me Diamond Lil. So oh, cool. that's that car's name. So that's my bucket list car, but they are pretty much untouchable, you know, unless you want to buy, spend $60,000 to do a, you know, resto from the frame up. That's right. That's right. So... Now how did tell yeah. us a little bit about how you found your your seventh generation Z06? Did you had you been searching a oh. while? Well, I already you know what when I bought my sixteen Z51, when I my sister, my friend, and myself went there to pick it up, I knew exactly what I wanted. It was white, red interior, composition seats. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. I signed the papers and I was going out to pick up the car and I said I saw the Z06 and I was like, oh my god. And the, the salesman was like, listen, we can change it. And I was like, you know what? No, I already have it in my head how much money I can spend, and I can't spend another $20,000. Right, right. So I, I left, and I always said, oh, i got to buy the Z06. Mm -hmm. And then when the, C, the C8 comes out, oh, I'm not in love with it. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got to grow on me a little bit. Well, I'd probably buy one, yes. Mm -hmm. But I was like, this is my opportunity to buy the Z06. Um, now it's the last year. I absolutely love it. And then when I do buy the C8, I probably will keep my Z06 because I love it. Sure. So I drive the Z06 home and I'm like, oh my God, what a difference. What is it? Night and day with the, uh, with the, the Z51. Well, talk, I mean, what immediately in the first, first 15 miles, tell me more about what brought those huge giggles and smiles to your face. Well, when I pulled out of the parking lot at Kerbeck, <laughs> uh, Okay, so I'm going to have to send you a picture because this is funny. My friends from my Corvette club came with me to pick this car up. And the guy that bought my Z51 drove down with me also. So they wanted to tape the car up, you know, with the painter's tape so that way, you know, I didn't get a chip or anything driving home because I didn't have any of the clear Cobra on it yet. Mm -hmm. So these guys, while I was filling out my paperwork, made it a joke. They actually taped my whole front of my car blue and green. It was ridiculous. <laughs> So when I first go out to take the key, I was like, I can't drive this home. Like, this is pretty embarrassing. And they were all hysterical laughing because they brought all their Corvettes down with me. So, you know, here I am in this pack, and I have a green and right. blue duct tape car. So I pull out of, the drive, out, of the, out of the parking lot, and I instantly forgot about how bad the car looks with this tape. And I got on the gas a little bit, and I was like, whoa. The power that I had, I was like, I just... I don't even know. I was like, this is definitely the right car for me. Wow. That's... And then driving home, I get on it, and I can just hear the car. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't buy this three years earlier. Mm. The supercharger wine. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that distinct supercharger wine is a, in really a Whoa. Difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, how many miles have you put on it since you got it? Uh, it's got 1,450 miles since I bought it in February. Okay. All right. Wow. So I've been out with my friends, all my city friends come up here, we take them for a ride. Um, I just actually, because now I didn't know, because I tried to get the car with the clear um, roof, but they don't make it anymore. You could special order it, but I don't know, like, Kerbeck didn't have it, and it wasn't like in any time soon they were going to be able to get me one. 
So I finally found one last week, uh, brand new. It was off of Facebook Marketplace. The lady never used it. I paid $500 to ship it. I said, take it to the UPS store. Let them ship it because I, I didn't care how much it cost. I just wanted it, you know, shipped and not broken when I got it. Mm. So I, I put it on on uh, Saturday when I got home from work. Took the, the it had the white sticker on top of it. Like, it was brand new. What a difference in that. And it's like, now it's like so much bigger. I can, you know through the roof and wow so oh, I can't wait to drive it that's cool now what yeah. um, what are some of the things that you would tell people that uh, in between the Z51 and the Z06 I mean beyond just the raw acceleration handling I'm sure it's just so tight and just so responsive the moment you think about something it's doing it right yeah uh, the whole look the whole ass end of the car is just it's so wide it, it's the whole, it's just nasty. The whole car is just beautiful, <laughs> but I like the look of it because I like the way that, that Aston looks of that car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, and, and, yep. and it's so cool that you got the last year, too, with front engine. And, and yeah. Everything. And when I bought, so, and I was looking for it, I wasn't really sure what I was doing. I was like, you know what, do I just keep my car with no car payments and suck it up and be like, you know what, I, I you know, I didn't really want any car payments. And the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, once the, this, this, you know, this eighth generation Corvette comes out, I'm never going to get a Z06 that doesn't have any miles on. And if I wanted new, so Corvettes had two, mm. the exact car I wanted, you know, because I, they had some base model Z06s, but I didn't want that. I wanted, you know, all my heated seats and so, you know, if I'm spending the money on it, I want everything about it. So I called them. I was working in the city on a, I think it was a Tuesday. I called um my salesman up and I said, yeah, so just give me like another hour. I, I just got to process that. He goes, well, I just want you to know the one car that we were talking about yesterday, which was a Monday sold this morning. I was like, okay, where do you want me to put the deposit on the other one? I'll be down tomorrow. Oh. Wow. And now are they, were so, they both white? Sorry. Yeah. White. Yep. Okay, same yeah. as the other one. So yeah, nobody okay. even knows I got a new car, wow. but my car guys obviously do because you can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Right. I right. love the clear lights in the back, like the whole thing, the whole look of this car. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then, you know, being a, a, a woman, people are like, Oh, you know, what kind of car? And I tell them and they're like, what? <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, is it yours? I was like, yeah, every ounce of it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> every nut and bolt. Yeah, it's mine. That is so cool. Well, I, it's, I think it's really, I, I mentioned this before, um, how I am so grateful that, uh, that people like you and your sister Alexis are able to just yeah. kind of balance out with the fact that car people are car people. It doesn't matter male or female or what have you. And I think that uh, that's so important to have that representation in the hobby. How about the uh, yeah. your Corvette Club? Are they really cool about it? They really are. Um, so what happened was I was driving somewhere in my town and I happened to drive by the diner and there was like maybe five or six or even seven uh, C7s parked outside. So of course, being a C7 owner, I was like, yeah, I got to stop. Mm -hmm. So I did and I invited myself to breakfast and, you know, I'm the youngest in, in our group because, you know, they're, they're, they're calling themselves the pol they're polar bears is what their names are. They're the, the old man group that goes for breakfast. Okay. And so I I invited myself in, and I told them what, I had my uh, my daily driver. I have a, a Tahoe, and I had that that day, and they're like, you have, Cor you know, you have a Corvette? I was like, yeah, I definitely have a Corvette. And they're like, mm-hmm. You could just tell it. They were like, okay. Sure. 
so the next the next Monday, I brought my car, and they were like, oh, my God. So, yeah, so now I'm part of this uh, Corvette club. Um, it's Natural Glass Corvettes in New Jersey. It's the club, and then these guys are like a sub-club of it, of the Polar Bears. Okay. That's... So they're really great. Um, they And they're another thing is, like, they're pretty amazed. Like, I know stuff. You know, I'm just not... I'm just not in the car and, you know, I push the button to start it. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool when they ask me questions and I can actually answer. They're like, whoa. Yeah. So it makes me feel good. And I have to thank my dad for that because that was my dad. You know, listen, you're going to learn how to change your oil. You're going to learn how to take your tire off. You're going to learn how this, this is, you know, this is what a carburetor is. And so I'm grateful for that experience as a kid. You know, I didn't think I wanted to learn it then, but now I'm grateful to have had it. Absolutely. And that's the thing too, is that if you're driving any of your own vehicles and something's knocking or pinging or whatever it is, you know, and you're not going to let yep. anybody try and take you across if, if you don't do the work yourself and right. take it somewhere. I mean, that's so important too. And I think it makes... Right, because... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, because you're right. Like, I have a lot of guys in our club, even my Camaro club, that just get the work done. Mm-hmm. So when stuff breaks, they call. They don't know. You know, like when you do something yourself, you know what the sound is, you know what the difference is, and you know when it doesn't sound like it's sounding right. So that is a difference. It is important. I try to tell my kids that with their own cars now. That, you know, this, well, you know what, if it sounds wrong, it is wrong. So, That's right. you know, right. you just can't get in, turn the key, and go. You have to know the difference. You got that right. That's exactly what it's all about. So, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Now, what about, I mean, yeah. did Alexis have all this, the same opportunities to spend with her dad and, and you and John yep, as well? Okay. she did. Okay. She did. I think I got yelled at more um, because my sister was a little younger than I was. So, you know, and I'm, we, you definitely did. So she'd have a door panel over her head in the rain and I would have a door panel over my head in the rain, like walking <laughs> in English town. And she did. And, I, and she definitely has the same, you know, the same addiction as I do and like I said she's a Trans Am she's a Silky and a Bandit and she has her Ram Air Trans Am so and she definitely is on the fence with getting the Corvette so yeah that's so cool you know yeah it is pretty neat like it's just what it is like I people are like I don't understand well no only a car person can understand when you get in your car and you pull out of your driveway and there's nothing in the world that can bother you because you are happy that's right yeah exactly what are they? And I can't wait. We have what seventeen days for Cor- uh, Corvette at Carlisle. I know. I wait. I know. You guys have got to call when you get here. We hook up and connect. Oh yeah, because um, so most of my club members are not coming. I'm definitely coming. I'm coming out Friday morning. Okay. Um, and we're gonna. I'm gonna have a reserved spot on like whatever G or H uh, line, but. I'll be by my tent, but I'll text you when I'm there. That way, we could definitely hook up All right. in the car. Yeah, I, def- I have definitely. <laughs> Tell my friends you'll like the diamond will. I got to see this thing. It's so cool. And we'll have to put uh, yeah. updated pictures out on Instagram too. Are there any other car? Like, do you feel that someday you will have? You mentioned about having a C8. Do you think you'll have a, a C2 63 uh, split window as homage to your father as well, or do you think that this uh, this 2019 he would be more than ecstatic. Nope, I'm definitely, I'll definitely, somehow, some way, will definitely get that split window from my dad. I don't know how, but I definitely will. Um, one of my friends is also a, a, he's an old time Corvette guy, and he raced at um, English Town, his 1960 Corvette. Mm. And he also has another uh, 1960 Corvette stock that sits in a trailer. And I talked to him yesterday, I said, it's not exactly what I want, but, he, you know, when he does sell them, because he's getting ready to retire, and he did tell me that, you know, once he is ready to retire, he wants me to take that 60 stock one, which I will. 
you know, being a Corvette owner, but that 63, I have to, um, yeah. no matter what I have for my dad. So, yeah, yeah I'll figure it out. <laughs> wow. And there's yeah. something about the mid-years, too, from 63 to 67. I, I just find their lines to be oh, yeah. just... Honestly, if I, um, you know, it will be in my reach before that 63 will be a 66 or a 67 resto mod. Oh, is what yeah. I, will be my first probably before that 63. Yeah. Yeah, because now in my mind... I love the look of that of a black resto mod. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. People are like, "Why would you do that to a car?" I just like the look of modern versus mm -hmm. you know vintage. Well, and not only that, I think just having the underpinnings that you know you can make that corner if you're taking it uh, a little faster. <laughs> oh, and when you step on the brakes, they go. Yeah, they stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. Oh, and power steering. <laughs> Stopping is always good. <laughs> it's always good. Now, do yeah, you think you're that, not kidding. Do you think you'll take your C7 to any kind of track days or anything like that? Yeah, as soon as um, we're able to, I'll definitely take it out because I want to see how it is. I mean, I'm learning the car because um, when, I, when I came home one night, I took my daughter for a ride, like the first weekend I had it, and I got on it a little bit, and I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting the power, and the, little, and the ass end went out a little bit, and I was like, well, I definitely have to learn this car. It's an animal. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to take it out and track so I can see how it's, you know, what it's about and learn the car because it is such a machine that you need to know. Well, wasn't it? You know, you just can't get in it and be like, okay, you know, because you, you can kill yourself. Oh, for sure. And it wasn't uh, Chevrolet offering training, I think? Uh, like yes, yeah, they do. And I, and I have it. I can go, which I think I'm going to go. I was going to plan on going like this, um, maybe this July, but with everything going on, I'm going to push it. But I'm definitely going to take the three days to go out there and learn the car. Good. So, I mean, it's minimal, you know what I mean? It'll be a great time and I can learn everything about the car that there is to know and have a great time. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. going to benefit. And I think it'll gain, you'll gain that confidence when you come back and get behind your own wheel. For sure. Without a doubt, mm. because it's a lot, yeah, without a doubt. Now, and you did do, uh, did you do paddle shift or is it manual? This one is a, a man. This one's an automatic. The one I just sold um, was a manual. Okay. Um, and you know what? I was like, I was back and forth, back and forth, and I said, you know something? I had the stick already. I learned how to drive a stick when I left the dealership, mm -hmm. and I just felt, and I love it. You can't shift quick enough. This car can shift automatically. That's true. That is true. And, so, and those, and I like it a lot better. The dual clutch, uh, I mean, the, the dual clutch power yeah. shifts are really about the only way now you can ring out the total best uh, ETs and, and right. zero to sixties. Because otherwise, a, a miss shift now you've got a fifteen thousand dollar new engine and everything else. So. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and I'm not really experienced too much on that shift. I mean, when you grow up, we learn, we had to learn it, but I didn't learn it, learn it till I bought my Corvette, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, this could be a very expensive mistake. Oh, very much so. Yeah, without a doubt. So, now, yeah. would you? We talked about the '63. We talked about that '66, '67 resto mod. Certainly, uh, a C8. Are there other um, uh, call like uh, bucket list dream? Dream cars that you think have to be in your garage someday? Nope, just that 69 Camaro, the 63 okay. split window, a 66 or a 67 resto, and probably in the end of next year, the C8, but it's got to grow. It definitely has to grow a little more on me. Yeah, now I understand. What is it about, is it the styling, or what is it that's uh, not grabbing you just yet? Um, I think it's the rear, the rear end of it. Mm -hmm. It's the, I think the tire, the. The wheels and tires are too small for it. It's yeah. the whole look. 
Yeah. I, I just, there's something just not, I don't love it yet. I'm anxious to see when they do come out with the Z06, how they, if they can maybe lower it, widen the, the, the tires on it, or right. at least give it more of that a, might the change, That might change my mind. That's true. And I'm guessing they'll do a lot more duct work and, and everything else for cooling. Yeah. And it may and have a little more. wheels and stuff on it. I mean, you know what? When the, when that C7 was debuted, you know, all those Corvette guys already were like, yuck, we hate it. <laughs> but they bought it. When that C7 came out for me, it looked so much like the Camaro Right. The rear end of it, I was, I was like all addicted. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty disappointed that I did not love that C8 because I was like, wow. Right. And then the old guys that I talked to, because everybody that I know that has a C7, I'm like, what do you think? They're like, oh, maybe. So I feel better that it's just not me. Okay. So what you're saying is they're not real anxious to get rid of the 7 to right. upgrade to the 8. Yeah. And I feel like the younger people who were before, not vet people, are the ones that bought up and are buying that are on the major waiting list because mm -hmm. they think this, you know, this is a cheap style of a Lamborghini or, you know what I mean? Well, it has a very it's much their a Ferrari look. Mid engine car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is true. That is, and I think that's partly so, what GM was trying to do with uh, the market share is, is take a little bit of that from McLaren and others. You got it. Which is look, look at it. It looks just like it. Yeah. It's an affordable way to do that. And that's, yeah, and that's the whole, I feel also like if you're buying a C8, it's definitely a driver's car. I sat in the passenger side and I'm like, wow, I would be very, it'd be tight for me here. Mm, yeah. But I mean, I bought my Corvette for just me and my pocketbook, so I get it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, you know, the older, the older guys that have the wives that want to take a ride, because, you know, they do. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tight car for them. Yeah. Did, what'd you, you, so you, did, you sat in the driver's side as well, I imagine, on the C8. What'd you think of that whole, the button? Uh, I didn't like it. The edge, it runs a whole length there. And the squircle. Yeah, it was, it, I didn't like it. Yeah, the square steering wheel, the squircle, that's something different too. Yeah, definitely different, but you're <laughs> right. The, the, uh, all the buttons going up, it's annoying. Like, I'm like, I'm not, you know, Mrs. Jetson here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that was just another thing, and I'm like, okay. And I already had it in my head that I wasn't a fan, so it didn't help. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I sat in the passenger side. I was like, wow, this is going to be tight for some people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mrs. Mm -hmm. Jensen, I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> yeah. But oh, believe my me, gosh. I gave it every opportunity. I'm like, come on. Let and then I opened up the, the hood, and you see, like, your little circular grocery getter for your groceries. Yep. What the hell is that? Yep. Yeah, you're not going to be putting a big weekend bag into that too often. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> so maybe well, next year we'll be having this conversation and I'll have one on order. Let's hope. Well, we'll see. We, and again, I'm hoping yeah. for a really great year for you guys. And it may very well yeah. just have to be. Now, what about garage space? Are you going to be able to have the stable that will do, you know, handle everything? Well, um, I have my cars here at home and I'm... Um, waiting i'm closing on a property within like the next two weeks that has a three-bay garage nice. so i'm gonna rent the house out and keep the garage okay all right but, yeah i really need to have you know i don't really like public storage for them and this property actually came up and i'm like wow i have more car room that's excellent, excellent. <laughs> so, a lovely back for an addiction well and i know with in our hobby it's sort of like a lovely three-car garage oh and it has a four-bedroom house attached that's good that's a bonus you know it's sort of like yeah, like the... I would love to have Lance's garage over there that mm -hmm. he has with all those bays and all those cars in it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's, I'll just keep what I have. That way I can home, 
uh, my Corvette and my Camaro here, and then once I decide whatever I'm going to get, then I'll move my Camaro over to the rental property and keep the Corvettes here. Good. That sounds good. Yep. Well, you mm -hmm. got it all figured out. That's amazing. I do. So that way, when something comes up, I'm like, oh, I got to have it. <laughs> That's right. And I have room for it. Because well, I, I would buy the car and not have a place for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's sometimes the passion gets so, you know, we just get so caught up in the moment. I understand that. Well, oh, yeah. I'm gonna and give if you something looks good for the second, I'm like, I'm all about it. <laughs> That's right. Well, I want to give you a final say, whether you want to you know, make tribute to your late dad or anything. I'll let you have the final word. So, Andrea, go ahead. Okay, well, I thank you very much for calling. Uh, I am absolutely in love with my 2019 uh, Z06, named Diamond Lil for my dad, who called me that. Mm. And that's it. Um, right on. Awesome. Well, we will see you at Corvettes of Carlisle. Can't wait to connect and uh, to, just to get up close to this 19Z06. I'll be so excited. Oh, thank you so much. All right. You hang in there. Be safe. Enjoy your day. All right. You too, and I'll text you when I get there. You got it. Thanks, Andrea. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. You well. We are back to Studio A. On behalf of the entire team at Cars of Carlisle, we hope you enjoyed this week's show guest in our interview with Andrea Randolph. Now it's time for that trivia question answer that I owe you. Just to refresh you, the trivia question was with the Z06 being introduced in 1963 at the same time that the second generation Corvette, the C2, was introduced to the public, there was a special performance package that GM put out and it was known as the RPO Z06. The question I put to you was, what does the acronym RPO stand for? Well, General Motors defined the RPO of RPO Z06 as regular production option. The package was specifically designed for competition-focused buyers so they could essentially buy a race-ready Corvette right off the factory floor, right off from the dealership. Uh, and by checking that option box, they could pretty much go out racing uh, the next weekend. Uh, it was the optional racing parts were quite literally almost hidden in the order form. So really you had to be extremely knowledgeable and perceptive in order to know uh, how to find it and how to order it. The Z06 package, uh, as you heard me say, was first offered with the C2 in the year 63. And what came along with that? Well, dual master cylinder, vacuum brake booster, front anti-roll bar with 20% larger diameter, um, centered metallic brake linings. In fact, I personally wasn't familiar with that. I had to look that up. Center brake pads also have been referred to as metal centered or metallic brake pads are made from metallic particles that are essentially fused together at a very high temperature and high pressure. Uh, also with the Z06 package came larger diameter shocks and springs. In fact, the springs are about twice as stiff as those on the standard C2 VET along with a power-assisted Alfin drums um, cooled by front air scoops and, and vented uh, backing plates. So that kept the, the brakes uh, cool under heavy, uh, heavy work conditions on the track. So if you will, bear with me because I, as a proud Z06 owner, a C6, uh, sixth generation, I dug a little deeper and I, thanks to Wikipedia, I wanted to give you some more background on the Z06 Genesis. Did you know that Zora Arcus Duntoff first conceived of the Z06 in 1962, and, and what I found is he was, uh, there was some, um, GM was supporting the um, 
AMA or the Automobile Manufacturers Association ban on factory racing at the time. But Duntov had a feeling that individual customers would soon want to get back to racing their vets. And during the planning of the Stingray project, he had thought uh, probably be a smart idea to continue with the parts development in order to benefit racers and a way to kind of get around that racing ban. Well, eventually, General Motors management withdrew their support of the ban. Duntov and his colleagues were then able to create, as you heard, the RPO Z06 special performance package. And with that, uh, it, this uh, GM internal ordering designation gave folks the chance to uh, really essentially order a, a factory racer right off the, right off the lot. Um, the, you probably have heard, too, that these vets have been called big tanks, and that is, that's really due to the fact that the Z06 package initially did replace the 20-gallon, U.S. gallon tank, and uh, supplanted it with a 36.5-gallon tank which it was essential for race uh, destinations like Daytona and Sebring. So to wrap up, the 1963 Corvette was technically the very first Corvette that could be designated as a Z06. The only engine option on the Z06 was the L84, 327 cubic inch, which was a 5.4 liter, uh, had Rochester fuel injection. With that, it had factory exhaust manifolds, and that was required for the cars to run in the SECA production classes. Uh, also, I thought it was interesting, the Z06 option cost an additional $1,818 over the base price uh, of the, the coupe at $4,252. So you tacked on nearly another two grand. Chevy later then reduced the, the package price and eliminated the larger gas tank from the Z06 package. However, the big 36.5 gallon tank did remain an available add on option for any coupe. And I was curious to know, and this is just so you have it there, 199 of the quote-unquote original Z06s were produced by Chevrolet. Well, my friends, thanks for bearing with me on the little longer than normal trivia answer. I was curious to, to know some more, and I figured I'd share that with you as well. So now we are at the end of this episode's road trip. I thank you so very much. We will be excited to have you come back and join us again on next week's audio road trip. And just remember that this is truly your podcast. We want to hear your voice. Email us at carsacarlisle at outlook.com. We're anxious to open your email, learn how we can do better, topics you may have. Keep those emails coming. We appreciate everything that our fans have to say. Because together, it's all about car community, car culture. Drive well, be well, take care.